Hey, I'm Megan Marcelino, and I want to thank you so much for joining me today for Generations at the Table. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you about just the subject and concept of praying into your purpose. I think the word, you know, purpose, like, is, is something that so many people wonder about. It's like, why am I here? What am I supposed to do? You know, what does this look like? What was I created for? Am I living within my purpose? Am I living outside my purpose? I don't know if that's something that you wonder about, but I know it's something that that I have. Um, and I think what I want to talk to you today is about defining that purpose and then how you can seek what that is, seek the Lord, write it down so you make it clear, you make that vision that you can run with it, and then align your life to be able to live within those guidelines. Um, you know, Rick Warren, he wrote a book called Purpose Driven Life, and it's one of the best-selling nonfiction books ever of all time. It sold uh, over 50 million copies and was translated into 137 languages. I'm going to say that again, 50 million copies. That means 50 million of us are wondering, how do I live on purpose? How do I live in purpose? One of the ways that I choose to do that personally is by abiding by our goals to grow. I know that we've mentioned this in previous podcasts, but if you haven't gone through that exercise with us, the link is kurtlandry.com forward slash goals to grow. Again, that's kurtlandry.com forward slash goals to grow. And what that is, is taking a time to seek the Lord for your purpose for the year. And I think it's really really important that when we think about our purpose, that we realize that there's seasons and that there's um, moments for things and that it can change and it can flex. You're not always going to be in the same position. So this last few weeks, we actually finished our goals to grow as a couple. And then this last weekend, we reviewed them together and we sat down and asked each other, you know, does this really align with our purpose as a family? And then how do we set goals that are measurable? You've probably heard about SMART goals, but like even as a person, an individual, are these measurable goals? (laughs) So I put on mine, last year I put on mine for my health goals that I wanted to eat fish as a family. This might seem silly to you, but once a week. And we did it. So now this year I'm like, okay, let's do it twice a week. And then I put on my goals like more salad. (laughs) Literally, that's literally what I put in my book, more salad, because I've been thinking I do not eat enough raw vegetables. And then it just hit me like, but how do I measure that? How do I say, oh, I succeeded? Well, it needs to be measurable. So then I'm like, okay, salad for lunch twice a week to start. It's a baby goal, right? But it's, it's moving in the right direction of where I want to go. And so I think when we can identify our purpose and our calling and our destiny, we can try and find some type of balance and rhythm in life. Although I'm not really a person that believes that life is super balanced. I heard someone say one time that that balance is kind of something that we chase after that's not really, you know, even attainable. What we're really seeking to do is to be present wherever our feet are. So when you're at work, you're 100% present and you're doing your job in excellence. When you're at home, you're 100% present and you're being you know, a spouse or a mom or a friend or whatever it is you are at 100% capacity, not this seeking this like weird balance, but seeking to be fully present wherever you are. So today when we talk about purpose, I think one of the best things to do is to ask ourselves, what does the Bible say about purpose? What does the word say about purpose? Because what I want to talk about is that we need to seek that out. And how do you find it? And I found for myself that I seek it from getting in the word, like what we're talking about today. What does the Bible say about purpose? And then writing down prophetic words. I've We've been so blessed to have many people speak into our lives, but the you forget what they say. You forget what was prophesied over you. So when you take the time to write it down and break it down to actionable steps, you can say, 
oh, this is what was spoken over me and this is how I'm going to begin to walk it out. And you can make decisions that align within that prophetic word. So you're going to seek the Lord in his word. You're going to write down your prophetic words and then you're going to pray. And you know, a big part of prayer is not talking. It's just being silent and listening. It's meditating. It's, you know, I I like to start my time in the morning with the Lord in the word first thing. Like, let me hear what you have to say. But then I just want to sit in silence and I want to listen and hear and commune. I think there's so much about purpose. It's like, is my purpose what I do or who I become or a little bit of both? I mean, like, what is purpose? Um, And there's an importance of lining our prayer and our activity along with whatever that is. So I think that your purpose is both. It's a little bit of who you've become and also what you do and how you do it and where you do it. You know, I've been trying to make an important decision recently, and I was having a hard time. I was praying and trying to hear the Lord and and just kind of seeking confirmation, but not a lot came. I just kind of felt on the fence about it. And then a few days in, I I got on, I looked, opened up my Bible, and I opened up my journal, and I noted where I had written down things that I knew that the Lord had called me. So I don't know what yours would look like, but there is a teaching in Robert Henderson's books about praying into the courts of heaven and praying into your destiny and your purpose. And so mine says, you've called me to be a mom. You've called me to be a wife. You've called me to be a leader at Kurt Landry Ministries. You've called me to be part of the voice. You've called us to raise up a media team to get the right people in the right seats to advance the kingdom with strategy. Like I have it like listed out, like this is what we are called to do. And I have to tell you, when I go through it, it is like such a lift to my spirit. It's like a, it's like a, my own cheerleader, like, yes, this is who I am and this is what I am called for. But there were some things in there when I, I hadn't gone through it in a while. And when I went through it the other day, it completely answered my question of, Lord, am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to say no to this? Is this the season? Is this the time? Because I had, it was in my purpose and in my decree. And I was like, this is the direction because this decision aligns with our purpose, aligns what we've been believing for, aligns with faith. And this other decision option doesn't align so much. So therefore, I'm not going to take it because I'm going to live my life in alignment with the purpose that you've given us through prophetic words and through your word. And so it made the decision so much easier. And I had to repent because I had fallen out of practice. You know, when you come before the Lord and you're asking for something and you're waiting for it, it can be discouraging when it doesn't happen, especially if you feel like it's within the realms of what you've been purposed to do, called to do, destined to do. It's like you're in this birthing process and it's delayed and you're just waiting and it feels hindered and it's frustrating. So for me, I had fallen out of practice. Like I had had my daily decrees and I wasn't doing them consistently because it felt like it wasn't fully manifesting. But So it had been a few months and I went back and I looked at them again and I was like, oh my gosh, look at what is manifested in this time, these things that are coming to pass. But I missed it. I didn't even see the miracle of the Lord because I wasn't keeping it in front of my face. And now I'm like, oh, you were moving all along. You just maybe weren't moving at the space and the pace that I wanted. It it was, it was, God's hand was in the situation and it was ordained, but I kind of missed it in the details. So I feel like if you can, when you define your purpose and you seek the Lord and you write it down and you begin claiming it with scriptures, when decisions come and they're in front of you, you're going to be able to more easily make the right decision because you're going to say, hey, this is within those boundaries. Um, 
Ralph Waldo Emerson says this about purpose. Like if we ask ourselves, what is purpose? He says, the purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. Purpose is deeper than accomplishments. Purpose is, is, you know, I think we look at it like what we were made for, that we're living like for our created purpose. In Hebrew, the word for purpose is zamam. I, I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that right, but it's a verb. And it means to consider, to purpose, or devise. And so it is less so like what we consider, oh, what's my purpose? Why am I here? And more like the action of doing something on purpose and being intentional with your life. And I just thought there was something really deeply rooted in that, that we live our lives on purpose, that we live our lives with intentionality. And I think when we do that, it uncovers our true why and it resonates and it and uncovers that like created purpose that you were made for, made in his image, as image bearers, on purpose, in purpose, uniquely formed. Um, it actually corresponds with an Arabic verb that means to speak or to talk. So I read that it suggests that this word, zamam, the verb originally mainly referred to the negotiating and concocting of a plan. So I think our purpose is something that we speak out. And because it was like rooted in a verb, it is something that we live. It's not just something that we know. It's something that we create our habits by and transform our character by. I mentioned Rick Warren earlier. Um, he says this. He says, the purpose of your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment your peace of mind, or even your happiness. It's far greater than your family, your career, or even your wildest dreams and ambitions. If you want to know why you were placed on this planet, you must begin with God. You were born by His purpose and for His purpose. If you want to know why you were placed on this planet, you must begin with God. I think as believers, as we seek our why, it has to be rooted in the word and what God has spoken over us, uh, what we were created for. We have to have a biblical perspective on purpose and identity. And sometimes that biblical perspective is outside of our, like what we think we want and our heart's desire and our passions. It's what does the Bible say? What does the word say? Jeremiah 29, 11 says this, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and to give you a hope. Ephesians 2, 10 says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, in Yeshua the Messiah for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You were prepared, you were made and created and prepared for good works beforehand. You were destined for something beforehand. And so today we're going to talk about finding that, like getting the instruction for this next season. How do I live for those works I was made for? Um, in Jeremiah 1.5, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. That was God speaking to Jeremiah, just confirming that he was known, that he was destined, that he was called, and he was chosen. And like Jeremiah, we have been called and chosen for a certain purpose. You may not be a prophet to the nations. It may be something else, but God knew you, he formed you, he planned you, and he destined you. We, we want to be able to pray effectively into that. So as you seek the Lord and you ask the Lord for what his purpose is for you, my biggest recommendation is write it down, something short, 
I am called to do this. Maybe you're called to start a business. Maybe you're called to be an entrepreneur. Maybe you're called into the media mountain or you're called to be a teacher. Maybe you're called to be a parent. Um, Maybe you're called to be an amazing aunt or uncle. Whatever it is, note that those titles that you carry and that you are passionate about, and that is part of your calling and your purpose. And then create a daily rhythm where you not only seek the Lord, but that you pray it out and you decree it over yourself and you remind your soul who you were made for and whose image you were made. That consistent prayer rhythm is really truly life, life-changing life and transforming. One of the books you might want to look out for and I really recommend is Robert Henderson, Courts of Heavens, Prayers and Declarations. He walks you through how do you pray into your destiny. It's a great resource. Another one would be Sean Bowles' Breakthrough Prophecies, Prayers and Declarations. He has amazing prayer on healing and health and destiny, finances, whatever it is that you're seeking advancement for. They're great prayers that you can pray and begin to pray into your destiny. If you believe that God has a financial re- uh, release for you and you're you're being hindered, you can dive into that. If you're struggling with an area of health, you can dive into that. He has a prayer and he has a decree. And these are just great ways to kind of get into the mode of I'm going to pray and decree this into my purpose and what you have for me. The last one that I would recommend is Cindy Trim has a book called Commanding Your Morning. It was years and years ago that we read through that, but I have a printed copy of some of the prayers and I've started praying those again. And man, they are powerful decrees of you have created me to live in victory. I have been created for abundance. I have been created to prosper. I have been created to succeed. And this isn't just fa-la-la, non-theological. This is what the Word says. The Word says that we were made for great things. And so decreeing that out is just, it, like I said earlier, it's cheerleading for your spirit. The message translation says this about Jeremiah 1.5. We, we just read that a minute ago, but I love this translation. It says, before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Rick Warren says that the shape concept is your spiritual gifts, your heart, your abilities, your personality, and your experience. I'm going to say that again. Your spiritual gifts, your heart, your ability, your personality, and your experience. And it's those things when you can pull those back and say, this is an area where I have a spiritual gift. This is where my heart is. Here's where I have a natural talent. This is my personality. I'm introverted, extroverted. I like being around people. I don't like being around people. And then your life experiences, when you put those together, you begin to uncover purpose. You begin to uncover destiny. I think it's key that you can embrace the seasonality of callings and purpose. I can tell you right now I'm called to be a mom and I'm really in deep. (laughs) We have three kids uh, from one to eight and it feels sometimes like you're drowning in kid stuff and toys and cooking and it's the minute you get the kitchen cleaned up, it's kind of time to start again. But I know that I know that I know that I'm called to be a mom and I'm called to prosper in this season in that role. That being said, 10 years ago, that was not my calling and purpose. I had a different calling and purpose. And 10 years from now, I may not be in the same way. So remember to shift and yield and be flexible with the seasonality of the Lord and realize that, yes, you do have a greater life purpose and you are on a journey towards that. But this moment, this purpose for today, this purpose for this year it is moldable in the hands of the potter. It is You are clay and you are being molded and you are being shaped and you are representing that season and that's okay. The season may not represent other seasons, but it's okay to have a purpose for this year. Maybe you can't even manage that. Maybe it's like, I need a purpose for today. I need a purpose for this week. Just remember that 
our dedication and our habits and patterns build on that purpose layer upon layer and lead you toward that direction you want to go. So you just want to make sure that your today purpose, your week purpose, your month purpose aligns with your year purpose that aligns with your overall life purpose. But it doesn't always stay the same or look the same. You need to make choices that are in alignment with your future. Make choices that are in alignment with the purpose that he has for you because you have been marked for purpose. You have been called for purpose. When I pray a prayer of purpose, I start my day by praying Matthew 6, 9 through 13, which in the Passion Translation says this, pray like this. This is Jesus giving us instruction. Our beloved Father dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider of all we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves relieve forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil. For you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. I think that is such a prayer of surrender. That is such a prayer of yielding. But it's also praying into and towards your purpose. Sometimes I think we may feel less than, we may feel forgotten, we may feel overlooked, but that purpose, that destiny that is inside of you, maybe not fully realized, maybe not fully seen on the outside is still there. It is a seed and you need to water it with the word. You need to water it with your prayers. The reason that I'm encouraging you to pray into them and to decree them out over yourself is because you have to remind your flesh. You have to remind your heart that what the word says about you, what God has spoken over you, is greater than any circumstance. And it is more true than what you are walking through. It is more true than your feelings. Truth is not subjective. The word of God is true. The word says that we are healed by his stripes. So that is our truth. And sometimes it may not be manifesting in our body. Sometimes we have to lay hold of it. There's a healing in an area in our family that I have been believing for and contending for and waiting on. And sometimes a delay feels like denial. But I remind myself what, what Rabbi always says is that, that, that delay is not denial. It is not. It is just It is just a delay. And so we wait on and we contend on the promises of the Lord. And we believe that it is in His purpose and His design for us to walk in health, to walk in prosperity, to walk in covenant relationship. Your life choices have to align with that purpose, though. So if God has called you to a role or a mission field, or whatever it is, you need to make your life choices to live in alignment with that. And as you do, that purpose is going to further unfold, and that vision is going to more unfold. And I think we access it by steps of faith. Sometimes we don't know all of, of the answers of like, you know, what's going to happen next? Or if I do this, what's going to happen? But if we make decisions that are in alignment with what we have been called to do and what the Word has said over us, that next step is going to be unveiled and you're going to be able to see and more than that you're going to be able to look back and see the faithfulness of god so today i want to pray for you i want to pray for you friends who have been marked with purpose who have been marked with divine destiny so father i lift up 
every heart that is listening, every heart that is weary, every heart that is searching. And Father, I ask that you would just give them a spirit of revelation, that they would dive deep into your word, and that they would pray and listen, and that the Holy Spirit would begin to reveal their purpose, their calling, not only for today and tomorrow and this week and this season, but their life purpose, that they would be able to begin to embrace that which you have called them to do and to be, and that they would be able to be shaped into your image, and that they would be image bearers, and that they would advance the kingdom. I thank you for this, Father, in the name of Yeshua. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for listening to this conversation about prayer and purpose. I hope you know that I'm right along there with you, that I have days and moments where I really question decisions and choices. And sometimes it's fearful. Sometimes it's same. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's an amazing day. And other days you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> what are you doing? But the point is we serve a faithful God who has called and chosen and he is faithful to keep us. I hope you'll join me again next week.